Hey, what's going on YouTube? This is your certified life and relationship coach, Coach Court. And in today's video, I want to talk to you about the dismissive avoidant and the obliger tendencies. Thank you for sticking around. If this is your first time viewing me, do me a favor and subscribe to the channel by clicking that subscribe button and ringing that little bell so you're notified for the newest content. Before I get into the content, if you want my help personally, reach out to me on my website at www.fruitfulseedswiththeZ@theEnd.com, and please leave me an email, but keep it short, concise, and to the point because it, it's really tough to respond to emails that are really long. Also, if you want to cut ahead of the line, book a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me through my website or join my monthly group coaching program where you'll get access to my private Facebook group, have weekly group coaching calls, and get one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions with me throughout the month. I'll leave that link in the description below. In today's video, I want to talk to you about the dismissive avoidant and the obliger tendencies. Now, this video was sparked by an email that I received by one of my subscribers, and she wanted me to reply to these, these questions that she had for me via video, which I'm doing now, and she introduces a concept that not a lot of people know about, and it's called the four tendencies, and it basically breaks down everyone into different categories of people. Now you have people like the upholders or the, the questioners or the obligers or the rebels. And she thinks it's interesting because there's a correlation here that she found out from her therapist not too long ago. So I'm going to read this and hopefully you get some value out of this content. I thought it was really interesting the way that she put two and two together. It's not something that I've done in the past. I haven't thought about those two being cross-related, but I'm going to go ahead and read that email for you. Says, hey coach, greetings from the Caribbean. Love the channel and the work. I love it if you do a do, did a video answering these two questions. One, can someone be one attachment style in general and almost the opposite when in a romantic relationship? I'm three years into a relationship turned entanglement with a severe dismissive avoidant who is also an extreme rebel tendency. Significantly younger, efficient, effectively and one only child and who suffers from undiagnosed major depressive disorder, refuses to seek therapy or help. As far as this situation goes, I'm an obliger tendency, love addicted, anxious, preoccupied. So going back to the question, can someone be one attachment style in general and almost different, almost opposite in a romantic relationship? Absolutely. You show up differently in your romance. In your romantic relationship, this is the relationship that has the tendency to trigger that unhealthy style in, in you because what happens is you can have relationships with friends and families and you don't really fear losing the relationship but it's something that happens in that romantic relationship that triggers that part of you that feels like uh, that little kid that comes out and wants to be talked to and wants to be validated there's something that lays dormant in your subconscious mind that when it gets activated, because you can date a bunch of different people, but when that one person comes along that triggers that, that latent part of you that you didn't know you had in you, that's when it happens. Because there's uh, two, I, what I've discovered, there's two main operating um, attachment styles. You have the one that's you're, you're consistently and then you have the one that's like circumstantial. So you could be a secure person, but get triggered into an anxious preoccupied when you feel the person pulling away or you start to feel like the relationship is becoming unbalanced. Last year, 
To my complete surprise, my therapist pointed out that I am a dismissive avoidant with everyone else in my life, but I turned into an anxious preoccupied with my DA partner. This has been a decade-long pattern. Have you seen this before? Why might this happen? Like I said before, this is absolutely something that's normal. It happens, um, which is why you have to be careful when you're in a relationship with somebody who isn't showing up the way that you feel is healthy you can really become unstable yourself the longer that you're in that relationship. Two, I've learned so much from you about why my DA behaves the way that he does, but it doesn't ease the suffering. I know he loves me, but he refuses to entertain any type of meaningful communication, expression, or mutuality in our connection. I can't even politely express my feelings or thoughts without being rudely dismissed or ghosted for a long time, which is unhealthy, and not everybody can deal with that. My own court DA and anxious preoccupied wounds are being triggered so much that I'm starting to withdraw and basically begin the grieving process in preparation to let go. I know letting go will hurt him, at least I think. It'll hurt him. He may not express it, but it will. Though he'll never admit that or make any effort to keep me in his life. I don't want to leave, but don't know how to stay. Either option hurts. What do you suggest? Should I cut him off and move on? Or is letting go too harsh? just need hard work becoming more secure I think you should do all of it I think you should work on becoming more secure and I also want to know how long you guys have been dating uh, because there is a time threshold where you know some of this stuff is normal and some of this stuff you can you can well not normal some of this stuff can be uh, easily walked away from if the relationship hasn't been that long but if it's something that's been going on if this relationship has been going on for about a couple years then I will really say, you know, maybe it's time to move on. Uh, if it's early on in a relationship, those are things that can be talked through. You know, you can, because sometimes they don't even know that they're doing it. A lot of these things that they do and that we do, period, is subconscious. And we need somebody to help make us aware and bring that to the forefront instead of thinking that, you know, what we're doing is absolutely normal or it's um, it's healthy behavior so I would say work on be becoming more secure and when you do that you're gonna naturally make the decision that's right for you you're not going to have to ask anyone else and you're, you're gonna realize that you know my heart can't take any more of this I've stuck around for as long as I could and waited this thing out you're gonna naturally make that decision on your own because you're no longer addicted to that type of person, that type of behavior. You're no longer looking for that validation and seeking it. And as far as um, being an obliger, that's just something you're gonna probably have to deal with for the rest of your life. You're just gonna have to keep it in check and tend to your needs too, because I think the balance part of the tendency is the, I wanna say the upholder. So if you become more of an upholder slash secure person, then you're going to naturally know when to let a person go when it, the relationship no longer serves you. So if you found this video of any value, please like, comment, and share. Reach out to me on my other social media accounts. Twitter is CoachCourt2. Instagram is I am Coach Court, Facebook is I am Coach Court, And Twitter is I am Coach Court. Thank you, guys. And I will talk to you soon.